we were talking about what will we fight with in space. So nukes, standard option. Laser beams? Yes. But if laser beams travel at the speed of light and you fire at an enemy that's five hours away, they're gone. Then you're missed. And also, what if you miss them? Does it just keep going? That's the other thing. <laughs> podcast i'm welcome, joined welcome. by my beautiful the best co-host look like the only better co-host that i've ever experienced is jimmy Patty or jimmy pt yes. yes yeah i just want to make sure i get the right one yeah. <laughs> which one are you again yeah. <laughs> you're a human we love you jimmy enjoy enjoy europe you bastard yeah keep sending us photos <laughs> uh, so i actually i mean before we jump into it i actually mm-hmm. want to say this i i i love a lot of people I love everyone in Where my is life. It? Where is that butt? Unfortunately. <laughs> okay, nice. There, there is a certain number of individuals that are f- selfishly floricate. Uh, f- floricate is the word? What am I looking at? Uh, flocking. Flocking, thank you. Flocculating. Flo- flocculating. They're flocculating yeah. amongst Europe. And I'm getting these shenanigan videos on Instagram just... Look, I get it. You're in Barcelona. Big whoop. Barcelona is pretty cool. <laughs> it is cool. I'll, I want to be. Yeah, exactly. I think we're speaking from uh, a point of pain here. Point of pain, point of, agony, point of jealousy, grief, um, uh, sexual frustration on one of ours part. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, enough of me. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Double reverse on Tundra. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, so yeah. he's he's, uh, he's sad now. You're crying. Anyway, but we're talking about. Speaking of people in Barcelona, we're talking about space. Yes, space. Don't, don't know how those two things Actually, together. well, funnily enough, so not so much I'm, Barcelona, but I'm Spain. Glad, I can I'm, link this. Okay. Okay, so when we, and this is a good podcast to go back to, when we went to the Canberra Deep Space NASA site, mm-hmm. and so we looked at their space site, and they have three different locations. One is in Canberra, because it's away from major cities. Again, Canberra's not that big of a city. Um, one in uh I think it was either Texas or California, and one in Spain. Now, each location takes an eight-hour shift to manage all um, telemetry and uh, radio satellites. The one in Canberra is the only one that can still track... um, Oh, what's the number one? The number two. Uh, The really deep space probe that we sent out. Artemis? No, that's the new one. That's the Uh, one that's going around the moon. Oh, Oh, uh, we sent it out in the 70s. Sorry, Dave, the Weber. The no, Weber that's this. That's this. The the new Hubble. telescope. Nope. Oh my god. Ah, oh. oh, far out. I forgot the name of it. Explorer. Explorer. Ah. It's the only one they can they can track Explorer out there. Anyways, um, that one of the locations is managed in Spain. So speaking of space, I mean loosely, um, go back to that podcast and listen to it. Great podcast. But it is very good. But today we are talking not about um, deep space programs. We're talking about. Deep space warfare. Yes, and I probably I was the one to put my hand up for this podcast topic because I've been reading a lot of books by JN uh, you, Shetty. You put your hand up and said, "Guys, we're I'm, doing this." One. I'm pointing at me, and I'm nominating myself to to lead this one yeah, to yeah, yeah. pick a topic. Yeah. Then you give me this atrocious, <laughs> atrocious beverageino. You said you liked it and fruity. <laughs> Look, it's fr- it's it's a fruity it's a fruity beer. It's a let's sleep. Le Trappist. Le Trapp. It's a Quad, Belgian beer. Quadruple. Yeah, it's like Quadruple. four times. It's four times the usual alcohol. It's 10% uh, alcohol um, with 0% flavor. Yep. And 
hundred percent. It's not you set off podcast, but I, it's fine. I, I'll let it go. No, in a few I'm bringing weeks. it up. I want. Yeah. No, I want the people. I want. I want the people. Don't care. I want. I want the seven people listening. Yeah. To those people listening, we love you. When you, you come up to us and tell us you about the podcast, we actually generally do like, we smile. All, we love you all. Yeah. We love you all. Um, but warfare, warfare, because um, my girlfriend got me a Kindle, and one of <laughs> one of the free books that came with it is this book called The Last Hunter. Um, and it, it talked about a future human race where we are a one government system, and we get attacked by these swarms of drones. Oh. And we uh, are managing, we have several different planets across the galaxy. We have settled new colonies and we get pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, and then finally stop them and end it. And then 200 years pass and the book picks up at the start of the next invasion of the same aliens. And it's the way the book's read, and I've read a handful of those books as well as another series of books by the same author, uh, I think with Chris Kennedy on those ones. Do you mean read or written? Uh, I've read other books that have been written. No, but are you saying like the way the the book is written? Yes. Okay. The way it is written is a very interesting way. You can see the fingerprint of the author in both series of books, but it does deal in concepts which I don't think most people consider and don't really take into account when it comes to warfare in space. And the first one is the dimension of space. So like the vastness. Not well. That, that's actually the second topic. I'll get into that. But okay. the the idea of how space battles occur. So, for example, right now there is a big conflict in uh, Eastern Europe, the Ukrainian conflict. Yeah. It is incredibly two dimensional, in the sense oh, that you okay. can so you can look at it down it's like horizontal. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like backwards and forwards. Yeah, yeah. You can. There's in a space. L- it could be in the round. It's, so it's like up, down, yeah. sideways, left, right, backwards, it's, forwards. It's if you consider it like. Um, the Ukraine conflict checkers in the sense that you've got pieces moving in left and right or up and down. Outer space is 3D. Space conflict is like space chess. 3D, 3D chess. 3D chess, mm. where you're moving, your steps can move in a lot of different directions. It's a magical chess, a you 4D can, chess. Yeah. Well, actually, technically, it is 4D chess because the fourth dimension is time. So moving things is technically... I thought, I thought everything fourth, is fourth dimension. I thought the fifth dimension was touch. No. I believe the fourth dimension is time, but we can Google that Well, ac- according to Shrek 4D... Um, uh, when you <laughs> sit down in the cinema, you will be sprayed with water, which is the fourth dimension. Actually, I haven't been to a 40 like experience for a long You've time. Do a minute. It's a cra- no, it's a, I know I've done it. I've done it. It's a cracking day out. I did it as a child. I just Same. haven't done it for a while. Clearly, it made a lasting impression on me because last even- impression on us. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm the we, one. We, we I'm, I'm, I'm the one lollygaggingly talking about it. Yeah. I went to one when it was um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, that's cool. And they said, oh, we made a clone machine. And then they went, oh, no, we cloned a million rice. Oh, no, they're heading towards the audience. And then you could feel <laughs> little rats running between your feet, like fake ones, obviously. Oh. But they, you felt like rats were running between your feet. Nah, it's real rats. <laughs> yeah, it terrified the shit out of us as a child. Let's scab us loose. Yeah. Anyways, back to space conflict. So the idea behind the dimensions of space, because even if you considered like space as like a submarine battle, you're in a ship. Someone else is in a ship. Now, generally speaking, you're facing your enemy or you're, face, or you're facing the direct opposite of your enemy or left or right. Now, you can come from above. Imagine a submarine coming from directly above you, straight towards you. Well, there, is, there, is, there are countermeasures in you know, um, sea warfare for that when they're underneath it. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, if you're in like a uh, battleship and there's a submarine under you, they have like, specific oh, sorry, measures yes. to... Like, they, they can actually launch rockets from... Going depth down, charges, what down charges, or yeah. like, or floating sink. Like I don't know what the actual mm. um, terminology is, but it's like those like oh, 
was that mine sweeper things where they, they it just floats down. Yeah, depth charges are what you're discussing. Thank They're you, thank built, you. I think, in the late 1930s, really became apparent and useful mm. against the U-boats. Um, the U-boats were only really effective in the first, like I think, three years before America joined the war. After that, the, the, the air superiority that the Americans brought eliminated the U-boat threat almost effectively. And then the Americans started <clears> building their own U-boats, which were almost more effective. Uh, but the, the fear that they struck of the U-boat, uh, so it was like a Colombian accent. Um, but yeah, but the idea behind space battles, if we were to face another ship in space that wanted to fight us... The Kalons. Sure, right. Okay, let's, let's create an alien race. Let's say we'll find the Kalons. No, that's, now, that's from the Orville. Okay, then let's create another... You're a, a smart guy. You'll create a new race for me to fight. The Brosies. The brosies. Yeah, I'm looking at your. I'm looking at your unibrow. <laughs> oh, brutal. The unibrows. The yeah, unibrows. Okay. Yeah, unibrows. Okay. The unibrows. Let's fi- say we're finding the unibrows now. The way to think about space is less about like submarines and depth charges. Now imagine you're a submarine. They're a submarine. Now, generally speaking, you're not that far away. Maybe a thousand kilometers, two thousand kilometers. Change that. Make it 150 billion kilometers. Mm. You're the same size submarine, but you're now 150 billion kilometers away. Right now, also, there's no bottom of the ocean. There's no top of the ocean. There's no air. There's no surface. There's just more water. Now, think of you being this tiny little submarine, and it would take you eight to ten weeks at max speed, near the speed of light, to reach. Oh, not that actual speed, but a really high speed to even reach the other submarine to get launching. That's what space battles is about. Ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of space is empty. If you imagine being an ocean and it took you like nine and a half months to get to another recognizable boat out there, that is what initial space warfare will look like. It'll be huge and you can come in from any direction. You can come from up, down, left, right. You need to think about the the whole scope of it a lot bigger and you need to think a lot more in speed. Speed is really critical because in here's, here's another one in space, right? So even in our own galaxy, so let's say we're fighting in our own galaxy, we're fighting... Let's say one of the countries that also shows Earth. We've decided we're conquering Mars. Oh, but we're conquering Mars and we fight over Mars. Let's say that's it. For us to send just a, a message to Mars, or let's say just to um, the sun. Wait, hold on. Let me check my spreadsheet where I send it to. Okay. Um, let's say we're sending a message to Mars, right? And we're sending it at the speed of light, the fastest thing in the universe that we can send anything. So the thought, it just breaks the laws of Newtonian and quantum physics if we go beyond that. So let's say we're, we're moving at the speed of light. How long do you reckon it'll take for us to send just a text message to Mars? Well, going off the movie The Martian, mm-hmm. where they had to communicate through like kind of photographic images going back and forth with a dro- like a Mars rover type thing, mm-hmm. it took them like 20 minutes. Yeah, actually, wow, really close. So currently we're about 340 million kilometers away from Mars at this current spot. It would take us to send a single message 20 minutes. So imagine you're on the submarine, you're starting to get attacked, and you go, i got to tell the base. That if you send a message, it'll be 40 minutes before they get back to you. And at that point, you're gone. Like a round, like a round trip, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, round trip. The other thing is, right, let's say you can move at pretty quick places. Let's say you can move at half the speed of light. You send them signal and you start retreating. For 40 minutes, they still think you're exactly where you sent that message from. 
because it, as you're moving, the light traveling still has to go to the Mars and um, but, oh no, so it's 20 minutes. So for 20 minutes, you're still in that exact location. If you say we're retreating at full pace, it looks like you haven't moved for 20 minutes. But, right? That's weird, right? But also the enemy would see that, see that. Well, if depending how far the enemy is, if the enemy is also 340 million kilometers away, they would be like, they would say, oh, this is the enemy, charge at them. By the time they hit your position, they realize, oh, that person's gone. Yeah, but I, hopefully you. Yeah. Hopefully this has happened for another, you know, couple of, uh, couple of decades. Yeah, <laughs> but but that's the that the point I'm trying to say is we're so used to saying, "Hey, mate, how you doing?" Yeah, not bad. Instant reaction time across the planet at the speed of light. We mm. travel almost at the speed of light. Our communication, it's instant. For us, it's getting further. Now, let's say we go Jupiter. No, no, Pluto. Sorry, I want Pluto because we're away. So Earth to Pluto. So not even the ends of the universe. It's not even a planet. Not even a planet, but let's it's an astral body that we all recognize. It's a moon. Astral body. Let's just let's be a PC in wait, space. What's astral what Astral what body. Mean? Just something in space. A comet. An asteroid, a planet. Why, wait, astral body. But what is it actually? Just a pl- object. It, technically it is So it's not a planet, it's not a moon. It's, I, I thought I thought there was only two things, like planet, moon, stars. No, there's heaps of other stuff. Asteroids, comets. Yeah, so what is it? I don't actually know. It is. A, it's a very large astral body. So maybe Google that in your own time. But let's let's say now we have an alien that's popped up near Pluto. Now, if do you know how long it will take for us to recognize that that we they even exist? The uh... the time it will take for us to see them if they arrived, and we're looking at them immediately when they arrived. Do you know how long it will take for us to actually see them? And the next and next to Pluto. Yeah, the next to Pluto, and we're on Earth, and we're watching Pluto. We're like staring at it, we're waiting for them. Do you know how long it'll take for us to realize that they're there? Four months. No, no, it's only five. It's 4.7 hours. Ah, okay. Traveling at the speed of light. And this is the same idea of if we look, if we go like a million, 100 million mile, uh, light years away. Dwarf planet. It's a dwarf planet. Okay, cool. If we go 100 million like miles away or something, I forgot the exact. No, it's... Uh, if we go like a few trillion light years away and look at Earth, we see dinosaurs. That's a real thing because light still hasn't arrived for them there. Light that left the planet showing dinosaurs is still traveling. And so this idea of space conflict where you're fighting someone and by the time you start reacting, they're gone. They're the other side of the universe Mm. is incredible. So something to think about in terms of space is it's so big that even if we travel really quickly, we still can't catch up. We're hours, days, months away. Currently, our best rockets gets us to the Mars in nine months. Nine months. If we want to fight, we need to get there in three months or one month or even a week. Probably less. Ideally within a week. You would hope less. We would think that we would develop technology that can get us there. Fusion drives taking over, gravity drives, quantum in those equations. We all all want that idea of being like, oh, oh my God, the the grandparents all that that moved up to the retirement village in uh, the Mars base. All right, I'll go see them over the weekend. Mm, I mean, why would you go to Mars for retirement? This is such a harsh planet. The views, bro. The views. Me? I just go to like Alice Springs. That seems better. The views, bro. No, I mean you go anywhere else in the world. I don't know. What views are in Mars? What? 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 The natural waterfalls? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been there. <laughs> well, neither have I. But I can tell you, there's no waterfalls. Well, not everyone the, likes the water. People are like, you know what? I want to get my tan on, buddy. You know what I do like? Oxygen I can breathe. An atmosphere that is habitable for humans. That's why we need, we need to adel- uh, do it. Uh, establish that AI oxygen I was talking about oh, last episode. God. TM it. TM it. We actually never thought of anything to do with AI and oxygen. We just started talking about Tom Cruise. <laughs> I agree to disagree. Okay, so agree moving, to disagree. He is moving on. 
I don't think he's. I don't think personally. I don't think he's AI, but you know, others yeah. don't. Okay, so <laughs> Sean, whatever. All right, so let's let's talk about what do we think the future will be fought with. Now we've seen a lot of space battles and conflict, Star Wars, Star Trek, um, the car- altered carbon. The uh, what was the one that you reckon? The uh, Orville. The Orville. Um, there's quite a few different media. Please burp into the microphone. Thank you. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different tech- like battles of conflict. What do you think we'll fight with? What What's the main technology we fight with? Right now we fight with artillery pieces. There might be guns. Probably nuclear. Nuclear is an interesting concept because nuclear. I agree it will be partially nuclear. Nu- partially nuclear or, you know, I think uh, well, it depends what we're fighting over. I don't mm. know. Well, it depends. Are we fighting in space? Or are we fighting in atmosphere? Everything in the world has that. I, everything I, in the when, galaxy has that. When you first po- proposed this to me, I was thinking, oh, like sort of like the the space race, the space conflict between you know like America, Russia, you know. Well, that's, thing. So that's another like, thing I was talking about. Yeah, I was like, oh, so like, are we just going to meet in space and be like, all right, it's almost like uh, um, high school, uh, high school meet three p.m. Around the corner, let's go. Yeah, around the moon in the car park, yeah. You know, Putin and Biden. All right, enough of this shit. Your army, my army, Mars. I'll meet you there in three months. If we're fighting in space, we would have nuked the planet at that point. And we we have enough nukes that we could kill effectively all human life within 18 minutes if they press the red button. Mm. 18 minutes, dead. We've been saying this for young, which is why we're we're very keen to see Oppenheimer. Yes. The the point that I'm trying to say is if humanity fights within ourselves, we won't make it to space. So for us to have space conflict, we would have had to put aside differences and made a single government. So we we're gonna we, we so we're gonna base this off a almost like a Star Trek uh Orville type union that has been developed because mm-hmm. we're now at like a a universal peace within yeah. the earth, like an an earth bound peace all countries are oh hey let's not think about country like what it, countries what is country we're just earth we're earth yeah we're just earth now we are what what country are you i'm from earth mm. where are you from i'm from uh globally yeah i don't know where that i don't know i just <laughs> i just saw globe over there globe globally okay i'm it's hard coming up with, with a country that exists no with <laughs> no like with Earth, where are you from? Oh, I'm from another planet called Insert Bizarre Name Here. Mesotopia. Mesotopia. I'm from Mesotopia. Oh, what what's Mesotopia like this year? It's all ice. Oh, thank God you're here then. It's all weird. I don't know. Well that's the thing. Another another thing is because Earth's on an axis, we get seasons. That planet might not have seasons. It yeah. might not be on an axis. No, that's what that's what a lot of it's like um where's the uh on Interstellar? There was just that big wave place planet, yeah the wave planet that uh like was it um like seven minutes down there equals seven years oh yeah it was past like or, an hour is seven and, 17 years or seven years or something yeah you know what you're talking about yeah. the gravity is so heavy um again one of the dimensions um but the <laughs> into the into the wormhole yeah in, into the wormhole the, the point that i'm trying to prove there's here, a point eventually the point that i'm trying to say is if humanity wants to and i say humanity because i'm not being one country or another, if humanity wants Just to us. explore, we need a common goal. And if that common goal is 
curiosity and exploring the stars, that's great. If it's fighting for our survival, I don't think we'll give a shit what language we speak. If we have like two arms and two legs and, and well, think, I, then we're we're human. We're are, Terran. I, I will agree with that. There's mm. there's two points. Are we ex, are we ex, are we there for exploitation or exploration? Yes. And arguably, if we do come together, we can be the dickheads of the universe and go kick around all the other aliens if we wanted to go down that path. Yeah. I don't think we will. Uh, I think as a human conscious, we will not go around and treat other other races badly. But hey, who knows? There's That's the future. And we, I mean, we're not going to see it. But F- Future, um, past is always... History is always ready to repeat itself. Mm. Yeah. I don't think... Uh, I don't think being born on Earth... Future-wise, we will not be seeing this in our lifetimes, definitely. I... Th- we, won't be, we will not see this in our lifetime. Well, I, we, if any, if, if anything... Well, okay. What's the... um? Get your You have the computer open, right? Mm-hmm. Quickly Google um, common um, lifespan for um, males born in 1990s. Just so, do, what about 1980s for you? Oh, jeez, bro. Even though you're older than me, all good. <laughs> Life expectancy from birth of males is 74.4 years. Okay, so 74.4 years. That will probably get us to around... 2060. 2060, maybe 2070. I mean, by will, 2030, will, will we can s- live on the Mars. Pardon? Within, we're expecting to have people on Mars in 10 years. Less. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying that we're gonna that there's going to be massive developments within the, uh, the space... Uh, arena yeah. but what I, what I am saying is I do not think by 2060 there's going to be a space conflict where we'll be up against you know or even in communication with another life form or anything like that I think that will come much later on if the if the world isn't already fucked up as, as it is mm. hopefully it's not and if it does hopefully there would the, the the generation then will see things like Star Trek and be like, oh, this documentary, this is what we should be doing. We should be exploring. We should be we <laughs> we should be amongst the stars. I don't know. We look back at like films like Back to the Future, which actually the future was this year, very different from what they predicted the future to be like. Oh, was the color was. No, it's do it was, we have flying cars? Do we have no, hover cars? That was twenty fifteen. Twenty twenty three. I thought. No, it was twenty fifteen. Are you one hundred percent sure on this? I'm very confident. All right. Can you Google on your phone? Oh. Okay. Um, but the idea of space conflict happening in our lifetime can happen because you know who decides space conflict? Sometimes not us. Mm. If someone just shows up and starts trying to kick up Earth, you think we're going to sit back and take it? No. We would rather unify and fight them, but we would kick and scream on the way in. But we would rather do that. Um, Traveled from 1985 to 2015. Ah, 2015. Right. Why was I thinking 2022 or 2023? No, nah, they're all, all the, the travel, the times they all went back was uh, 30 years back, 30 years forward. That makes a lot more sense though, right? Um, okay, so kind of uh, our point of, we were talking about what will we fight with in space. So nukes are a standard option. <clears throat> laser beams. Yes, but if laser beams travel at the speed of light and you fire at an enemy that's five hours away, they're gone. Then you're missed. And also, what if you miss them? Does it just keep going? That's the other thing. So this is one of the things. So I was going to talk because you said artillery. We're not using artillery. We would. We would use guns. We would use rail guns. So the idea guns behind, at close range. We, I mean, rail guns will have to be at close range. They'll travel. Bazookas? No, missiles, nuclear missiles. 
railguns and lasers seem to be the common threads of technology that we would use. This is such a boy podcast. But, no, 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 but it is kind of, but I really want to, I like the idea behind I space. I love the conflict. idea too. I love a good no, hypothetical. No, no, because it makes you think about the laws of the universe and the laws of Newtonian and relativity. For example, if you have a railgun, let's say a railgun, for those who aren't aware of it, uses magnetic coils to, to launch and accelerate a chunk of metal. There's nothing on it, just a chunk of metal. It fires it really quickly. Now, if you launched, let's say, a 20 kilo like artillery piece and launched it really fast at the speed of light, that is enough to wipe out half of Earth. Like, literally, it will just punch straight through and blow out the other side, like crumple the Earth. It's, it's like hitting it with, like, 50 megatons of nuke. And it, it is nothing. There's no explosive. It's just going so quick. Now, in space... There's in, in Earth, you've got artillery and there's atmosphere and it slows it down. In space, there isn't that. So if you fired this thing at another warship and missed, like an alien race a billion light years away suddenly gets nuked out of nowhere because <laughs> that was what will happen. Uh. It will not stop until it hits something. And because we've launched it, it will go and kill that thing. And that there's you, no control. And in that Earth will have its own don't look up moment of like, yeah. what? What's this nuke coming for us? Yeah. Nah, don't, don't look don't up. Worry don't, about don't, it. don't worry about it. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. We will literally just accidentally miss and nuke a different civilization. So the idea behind space, the damage we can cause and like the space debris as well. Additionally, with the nukes that we kind of talked yeah, about. You have to meet in like, uh, mm. there have to be like a common ground for uh, the uh, this planetary body. This, yeah. this planetary union, okay, mm. the union we'll call it. The union, the, yeah, the, the union. union, yeah. I think, I think every single other science fiction genre has used the union. Yeah, the union or like the one world government but or the universal it's... democracy of Earth or the one galactic empire that, or be, the authoritarian that, rule. That, that has to be like the war zone era, like, like yeah. a bit of space where it's just like it's so far away from everything, so it's kind yeah. of like... Go there and sort your differences out, and then whoever comes back can join the union. Yeah, yeah, we're using um, God favors your champion kind of rules. Yeah. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. Odds yeah. be ever yeah. in your favor. Okay, so the, the two that, that one's kind of interesting. So we'll move past the weapons. So you've kind of mentioned my next topic here. What type of government will we need as humanity? And what type of government will we meet if we can communicate with another alien race? What do you reckon is the race? So I think for us to work... Uh, humanity needs to bond together as a unified democracy, as one government. I know everyone's going to Effectively, we need to. There's no point having yeah. China and America and Russia competing to do the same thing. You just monopolize everything, make one space force, one fucking way to get to Mars. Think, Don't have three different ways. I think there'll be a variation of uh, the UN, mm-hmm. but it won't be the UN. It will be a hybrid version of continental bodies so i think oh yeah okay like yeah. so instead of because there's too many like how many countries are in the world like nearly 150 something there's 100 yeah oh i think it might quick, be more. quick google you keep going and i'll keep talking yeah. so for, that's too many that's too many mouths talking at once at any one time unless we could have something like that but you could have that but then there'll be a representative from every single continent of okay, this is one from the Australasia continent. This is one from the North American, the South American, the uh, probably Antarctic won't be there. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. really know who who's representing Antarctica. Antarctica. Uh, an emperor penguin is just randomly Antarctica there. is split up between areas. Actually, the largest chunk of Antarctica is owned by Australia, interestingly yeah. enough. It's like 40% or something wild. <laughs> nice form. 195 countries. <laughs> 
Be there when we can. Love yeah. it. Um, but I just think Antarctica will just be out of the picture just because it's kind of, it's kind of like a no-body yeah. place. I mean, I'm kind of curious because it's kind of off-topic, but how do you reckon we'll determine the voting is it by the population of the continents or will it be like It'll strength be of GDP um, or something like that? No, nah, I think it'll be on percentiles, so whatever. But that means that like 75% of the votes go to two countries. No, no, I mean like um, each each um, each continent has the same like weight. So, oh. there's, so, the six, no, so there's six continents, right? Yeah. So excluding Antarctica. Yeah. So they all get a sixth, but within that sixth, is divvied up however you want it to be. So, Ooh. which, which, yeah. which so, yeah, this look, is another topic that we're going to do. Look, Political studies is pretty fucking wild. Like, I, I look, I'm not, I'm no politician, but yeah. you know, hopefully yeah. they'll just be like, oh, you know, we'll get to the point where it's like, oh, it's not even countries anymore. Yeah. It's just land. Yeah. Well, no, but, no, but uh, <laughs> yeah, well, then Australia would no, get but, such a good go with think, it. Think about it this way. Why would you want to settle for whatever land you have now when you could be peaceful and bound together and we could have a lot more land out there in the world? Yeah, that's probably where I'd go where, into. Where you can then, okay, you can we, form... We accept like, countries, we, it's regions. We can accept, yeah, accept, accept, there, accept yeah. The, um, the planets as another region so you'll be a subsidiary into the union and yeah. then once they're okay great now it'll be normal trade okay what what's your main yeah, what yeah, do you guys yeah. make what we make this this yeah, yeah. but that, that's a, it's an interesting point of because i think our history means that we need to have a way of having a democratic leader that we can vote out and rule through we can just go communist style honestly who know, who cares uh, i mean the problem with communism is the way that it has been communism run, based, it's based is a, it's, it's a flawed it's a flawed system. We're not talking about political systems here, but off oh. historical. Like the, the the general rule that we talk about in, in political history is the system we have sucks, but it's better compared to any other system we compare it to. And that will be every other current government and system. They'll say the exact same thing. Now, it, it's, yeah, there's would, flaws with it, but there's other things. I would things love to, to meet like a, a planetary body where it's just like they have like the, a perfect system and we're like, oh my God. There isn't one. Because, no, no, but yeah. there could be one. Well, that's the other, what's the other ones could be? Authoritarian. It could be a monarchy, so a kingdom no, that conquered the entire but, but world. We're coming from this from a, a human point. Yeah, of view. so but let's no, let's like, put that aside. Let's say it's a different planet, different planet. Ones if they were a authoritarian rule, but a peaceful authoritarian rule. They wanted to command everything for the betterment of the people, but didn't want to conquer the power. I'm just thinking what the population would look like if we did have something like that, because I don't know, like it'd be a weird hybrid raced place you know well there wouldn't be hybrid race it would just be the race the no 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 i mean like like humans yes human race and then there'll be like you know an elephant trunked society oh, sorry you're thinking if so, we had another yeah okay well we would we would probably assume they had the same rights of the population unless we wanted them to be slaves there's a game called interstellar which deal, deals with a lot of these policies and whatnot one of the things that they that game brings into play is what if and this is a big what if, and it's quite realistic if one corporation took over the planet. What if Amazon became the world government? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. That's the fucking problem, right? No, well, I'm pretty sure that's, <clears> um, I'm pretty sure that's um, that uh, Jennifer Lawrence movie, the one with uh, Chris Pratt, uh, Passengers. Oh, where it's commercialization no, it's, it's, taking uh, over the planet? Commercialized... <clears throat> um, like oligopolies. No, what, what am I thinking of? So it's uh, you... 
it's the word that use it all the time where you go to a planet and you terraform. Where okay, they, terraform. It's like they go there and they kind of naturally terraform the planet to fit it to be a <laughs> terraforming human. is definitely not a natural process no not, but they not they our do, way we do they it. do it where it's like okay yeah. we're going to colonize this land yeah. and we're going to form it so okay we can naturally produce you know yeah. grains rice I flowers mean, that can be done regardless of the political system now yeah. but i i see we come that, from that, that's that's a corporatized one a corporate so imagine if a make so they in interstellar discuss it as in this uh, fiction in fiction is a mega corporation. So imagine if, and right now there's a, there's a good track record of this happening. If like a Google who doesn't owe allegiance to any country, they get taxed in each countries apparently, but they can move and they can do things between countries better than governments can do. And so if they just get enough power, they can, they already have GDPs larger than some countries. I would say that SpaceX probably has more of a chance on doing that than Amazon, but it, look, it's it's on value, right? Like what the most valuable country? If if a I valuable mean, country, we did. Company, we, I did accidentally look up how much it was worth. It was like nearly something one point something billion, trillion, something trillion, trillion, trillion. Sorry, yeah. I think it needs to be like worth thirty percent of the world's value, and at that point, it owns the world, right? And no country could stop them at that point. They could just move to another country, decimate your economy. So, a mega corporation. We can meet a, an entire... Like imagine we met an alien race out there. Our spaceship was traveling, looking for a new place to, to habit, mm. habitat. And then mm. we just run into Amazon or an alien Amazon. Hello, how's your service today? We would like to speak your language. Can we speak to your advisor? Like, could you imagine meeting an alien Google race? I can, actually. It is. It's actually quite... I can think it's quite possible. I see a good TV show coming from this. Yeah. And I guess the, the okay the bureaucracy the, <laughs> the bureaucrats dun, 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 dun. the bureaucrats no just the just the Amazon like slave no, workers oh, the um like the uh, inter interdimensional postman interdimensional postman yeah so like they're going from place to place and it is all the shenanigans this postal group run into yeah it's very Rick and Morty esque isn't it a little bit yeah I can imagine a world and this is super morbid but in a hundred years where Amazon takes over the planet. And then goes to other planets, but realizes it's we only way. We love Jeff Bezos, by the way. This is okay. Well, this script doesn't respect my opinion. I'm, it's I'm just giving you eyes, where it's like. Respect. Yeah. Okay. Can Re let me? Can I finish? I'm giving you eyes now. Okay. A hundred years now, Amazon's taken over the planet, which is on track to do, mm. and it goes well. The only way for us to remain in power is to remain popular with the people. Now we can't actually treat our people worse because we already have them working a minimum wage over time where satisfaction meters need to be super high. So they then conquer an alien race to work in warehouses <laughs> and create consumer goods to send back to humanity to keep them happy and in power. I mean, are they breaching any this more might, rules might, than they're already be, doing? This might be a good time to say that, uh, hey, Amazon, we're looking for jobs here. So uh, oh, speak for yourself, man. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, so the last question is, if we were to meet an alien race, right? Now we assume... Say hi. <laughs> Say hi. Aloha. Aloha. So uh, communicating with an alien race is difficult because we need to learn their language and all that. I, they have to be I will based. communicate through smolders and looks. But ones if they don't have faces. Hand movements. They probably might not have hands. Or they have do, several hands. Do they, they have legs? I don't know. Do they have genitalia? I don't know, but they have. To, they may be a... Uh, Agended? No, what's it called when they can um, re reproduce with themselves? Oh, uh, I can, like, like, reproductive. like a jellyfish. Yeah. Wait, is it a jellyfish or an octopus? I'm not too sure. Actually, do you mean one of the parts I'm reading of the book is ones if they meet a swarm race, 
like What's a swarm race. A swarm race. A swarm. Swarm, like a, a like a, a bee. bee colony, but it's oh. a space battle. They're the same ones that human sized bees could be bigger, oh. could be smaller. Oh, but it's a swarm, oh. right? And like the movie Ender, Ender's Game, uh, they fight a swarm animal, a swarm, an animal that can like live in outer space, like a tardigrade but huge. Mm. Once have we met a swarm? You know how fucking terrifying that would be. They could think faster than we could communicate. Look, first first point of call always is to establish dominance through power moves. Now, you can do this by mm. buying the Hamish and Andy Power Moves book. Uh, <laughs> Why are we plugging someone else's stuff? We can't even plug our own here. We, don't have, we have nothing to plug. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, we have nothing to plug besides your unused bath in there. I use that bath. Where do you ever use that bath? I used it the other day. My back was really sore. Clearly we're... That's insults clear- from Costco. <laughs> Speaking of conglomerates, <laughs> I, th- I think we've had a fun talk today. Yeah. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys have a good day, week, month, and have a good time. Thanks for listening. To see more Engineering Dads content like this, head to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and I'll link below to see our other projects. Have a good one.